welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. I'm here with a student in my print-on-demand course and private community, Karem, and I invited him to be here because he has been killing it lately, and fun fact... Well, actually, I'm going to let him tell you, but Karim, thank you for being here, man. And uh, do you mind letting us know how long you've been doing print-on-demand for? Yeah, hey, Ryan. It's a pleasure meeting you. Um, I've been in the print-on-demand game since March of this year, so uh, just a few months now. Yeah, that's – it may seem like a while, but for real, like anytime we learn new things in life, uh, I feel like, you know, we go to college for four years. We, we start as a freshman. We go to sophomore, junior, senior – so I don't think you starting in March and it's only mid August now is that long. And yet you've got some pretty impressive milestones to share, namely that, well, you're on Amazon merch. I don't know when you started that, but do you mind sharing like what, well, how many sales you made and what tier you're in? Yeah, I'm uh, currently, uh, I started Amazon merch, uh, July 21st was when I got my uh, merch account. Uh, so just, you know, over three weeks now. Um, and I am in tier 10, um, and I've already got 120 sales uh, on Amazon merch since uh, since that time. <laughs> I feel like everybody just rewound the video and they were like, did I hear that correctly? So 120 sales in about three weeks' time. Yep, yep, that's correct. All right, so the first thing that I think everybody wants to know is what in the world is your secret? You don't have to give us your niches. I would never ask my guests to reveal that, but like, what 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 is going on here? That's crazy and that's super impressive. Yeah, thank you. So it was, uh, it's really about the, kind of the niche research and getting uh, a little lucky, you know, so preparation meets opportunity is what they always say, right? Um, so, you know, I did my niche research. I found um, a particular niche that was, was doing well at the time, right, right as I started my merch account. Um, and what I did was I went ahead and I created a couple of designs in that niche. And um, you know, one of them actually took off. Um, so I posted it. Uh, I used, you know, a lot of techniques you got, you talk about um, and some of the other YouTubers talk about where, you know, putting those keywords and your niche keywords in your title and the brand uh, and making sure that that listing is optimized for that niche. Uh, and then once I posted my listing, um, I, I uh, went ahead and I leveraged my network, my own personal network, and I reached out to a few friends. I let them know, hey, starting this new business, starting this new opportunity with Amazon. Um, and, you know, it, it's a kind of tiered system, and I need your help to get to the next level. Um, and I sent out a bunch of texts and uh, stuff to my uh, my network and my people. Um, and, of course, the, the people that I, I have around me are, are awesome, and they help support me. Um, and within that one shirt, uh, they bought four of those in the first day. Um, and I think that boosted that shirt enough. Um, I went to bed that night. Um, you know, feeling good about uh, the niche and the, and the design that I made. Uh, and I woke up, and I used the Productor extension to kind of keep monitor of my merch. Um, I woke up, and the Productor extension showed that I had 61 sales that morning <laughs> right after I launched. Whoa. Um, and, I, and I thought there was a bug. <laughs> so I was like, this, this can't be right. This thing is, 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 is way off, right? And sure enough, I logged into my merch account and, and the, the sales were real. So, 
That's crazy, man. And it, it honestly doesn't get talked about enough. I, and it shouldn't be frowned upon for any reason. Like you are allowed to buy your own merch products. Your friends, your family are allowed to buy your merch products. Um, Amazon doesn't want you gaming the review system, but that exists independently of buying a merch product and sharing it with friends and family and whatnot. Uh, so like what you did is perfectly okay. And honestly, any little edge you can grind out. For instance, if you're in what you think may be an upcoming trend and you have a couple people that you know in your life that would like the shirt and you have them purchase it from you, nothing wrong with that. And I love the success that you were able to achieve. I mean, you, you basically doubled the numbers since then. Uh, are you in any other niches? Yeah. So, um, since then I, uh, I, I went into another niche, basically the back to school niche, which is, you know, a huge one, of course. Um, but what I did there is I thought about, you know, what people I knew, uh, had kids going back to school or, or things like that. And I created some designs specifically for them. Um, as far as, you know, uh, going into their particular grade or their particular class. Um, and I created some designs, uh, shared them with them. Hey, what do you think about this? Is this cute enough for, you know, your little one to, to wear the, to the first day of school and got that feedback, uh, used that feedback loop, published it, and then kind of followed the process, like I just mentioned, of, hey, could you, you know, just help me get to the next level? Here's the shirt. It's on Amazon. Um, it's, you know, and I price it. To the, to the minimum, right? So that thirteen thirty eight, I think, is the price. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really just doing it at cost because uh, for me, when I came in, and, you know, learning from you and everybody else, it's all about cheering up, right? So I didn't want to uh, try to make a gain of profit now because that's not where the money is. The money is later on uh, when, when I'm at tier uh, 1,000, right, or mm -hmm. higher. Um, so, you know, I, I did that, right? So I leveraged my network. I found some people to make designs for, matched it. Um, and again, uh, sold a couple there and then got a couple more organic sales right behind it because you start to see the sales momentum happen on, on Amazon. Yeah. And Amazon can achieve like crazy scale. You know what I mean? If you're in some of these yeah. niches that just have such crazy high search volume. So yeah, I mean, even thinking of it as like almost an investment, like, I mean, in this case you didn't have to do it, but if you had to, if you actually had to like pay people to buy your shirt, like even that could pay off by impre improving your organic rank, you know, nothing sends a stronger signal to the algorithm than a sale, you know, in terms of what keywords a listing should rank on. Um, I wanted to ask you like, unless you had something to add, uh, I just wanted to ask you about your background. Like, are you a secret, like crazy good world-class graphic designer or anything like that that people should know did you are you like a multi-million dollar fba seller who just pivoted to merch and brought all your experience no no i i um i have no graphic experience whatsoever or, or any design experience honestly other than um you know building websites I, I'm, I'm a developer by uh by trade that's what i've done uh, most of my career I'm, I'm retired now um a couple years back um so you know i was you know just kind of Surfing around, looking at stuff, I got into investing into the stock market and stock options, um, and that led me to your CNBC article, um, which is kind of how I got introduced to this whole uh, print-on-demand thing. <laughs> um, and, you know, from there, I just started watching your channel. You know, it just kept piquing my interest, and even, you know, you talk about it. You're not a designer uh, yourself, and you throw out some of these simple designs. And, and honestly, some of my most simple designs are the ones that sell. Um, I'm also selling on Etsy, um, so that's kind of really where I built up my print-on-demand knowledge is, is through Etsy and, and, and Printify and using some of those print providers.
um, because I couldn't get into merch. It was just so hard at first, right? So, um, but I kept trying and kept trying and eventually got my merch account. Um, but I built up my skill set and knowledge through Etsy since, since March, right? Um, and my Etsy store is doing well now. I'm getting daily sales there um, uh, as well uh, using the same kind of uh, techniques. I'm not really asking people to buy my designs on Etsy per se, uh, like I do with merch, because merch is kind of a different beast with the tier system. Etsy's not really that. Um, you know, I market myself and I share the designs with friends, but, you know, it's up to them if they want to buy it. That's awesome. So, yeah, number one, I guess we have a couple things in common, huh? Like the developer background, the uh, yeah. love for stock options. <laughs> yeah. I, to me, it's, yeah. you know, it's like we make a little bit of money here, with a little passive income from print on demand, but what's next? Well, roll it into stock. Like, honestly, hit a big trade yeah. or two and uh, and then, then, you know, retire to wherever you want to live, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I believe in, you know, I've always believed in multiple levels of, uh, or multiple streams of income, right? Um, and, and being able to bring in uh, money in, in as many ways as possible um, and, and do it the easiest way possible. You know, they, they tell you to work hard, but working hard is not always the answer. Um, if you could work smart, it's probably better. <laughs> uh, and that's the way I like to think of it. I, I think, you know, that's the that's the lazy developer in me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I want to figure out how to do it the smarter way uh, instead of doing it the harder way. So, um, you know, that, that, that's kind of the mentality I guess I brought to this and um, being able to dig in and get um, as deep as possible with, uh, you know, my knowledge of, of how Etsy works uh, and then now getting knowledge on, on how merch, Amazon merch works uh, and getting to those higher levels so that I can put my designs out there and, you know, over time, um, the designs I've, I've created today will probably pay me years in, in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, having the, the long-term vision for sure is great. And you said a couple things, you, the simple designs work well for you. And I mean, I, for me, I don't try to pretend I'm somebody I'm not like, I'm usually keeping yeah. it pretty simple and I'm pretty transparent about the fact that like more than half my merch sales last year that made over 80 grand profit were text only. <laughs> like they don't need to be complicated, especially if I'm not a great designer. So I'm glad that's working for you. And, you know, I'm wondering if yeah. like our programming background has us like kind of number one, like looking for the shortest path from A to B or at least the most efficient. And then number two, like maybe gives us a better understanding of how these algorithms probably work. Not that it's like some hack that guarantees us success, but at least kind of answers some of the basic questions about how to approach like SEO. Yeah, I think, I think it does. It, it, it lent me a, a bit of an advantage, I, I believe. Um, and just really understanding how it works um, uh, and catching on a little bit faster. But I mean, it did still um, take me a while to, you know, figure out, you know, I need to put my niche name in my titles, right? Um, instead, when I first started, I was putting, you know, whatever phrase or uh, whatever I had on my shirt thinking that, you know, to describe the product. And that, that's really not what matters. What matters is how people find your product. Um, and they find it by matching, you, you matching whatever they're searching for, or typing that FT search bar or Amazon search bar. Uh, and it matching up with your title or your uh, your brand or your description um, as as close as possible, right? So once that happens, you get a chance to be visible to that user and that buyer, uh, and then that's when sales start to happen. Absolutely, and then you get that like snowball effect where one sale leads to two, yeah. leads to four, and you haven't you haven't even been doing it for a fourth quarter yet. So I mean, I'm 
excited to yeah, see what you achieve, man. I have a feeling I'll be bringing you back to tell a crazy success story soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping to, um, you know, get teared up from Chan. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping with my, you know, my success here, I might be able to even skip a tier. Because um, I, I do have, you know, from my time uh, working with Etsy, I've got a couple hundred designs that uh, I could post. Um, but, you know, I, I can't right now because I'm, I only have the 10 slots on, on merch. Yeah, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I've never heard of anybody skipping a tier, but I am going to assume that you're going to be the first to do it, so <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's our fingers for that one. So um, I wanted to ask, like, I had two more questions on my mind. Uh, one of them was, I want to I want to ask this one first, cause I think the ending question is going to be the better one. Um, like, you, you dabble with my designs, right? Like, you're not intimidated. Like, I know a lot of people, I don't want to say everybody's intimidated by my designs, but like, you're in there, you're dabbling. Like, what do you think about the software? Is it too hard to learn or, you know what I mean? Do you think it's going to be a part of the future of like kind of shaping how we approach print on demand? That's kind of how I feel. So I would love to get your thoughts. Yeah. I, uh, I use my designs quite, quite often actually. You use it on pretty much on, on all of my stuff, especially for my Etsy listing. Um, it, it, at first it was really hard to understand. The first time I opened it, I had to close it down and leave it alone for a while. Um, and because I just didn't understand what it was. Um, and I think, you know, after watching a few videos, they have some really great tutorials in their uh, community section on the site. Um, and going through there and understanding that not only are they helping you to uh, create mock-ups, scale your, your design, and do all of those great things uh, through their software, and, and that's what in and of itself is awesome, but they also are print providers, right? So I'm not having to uh, go in, put up my designs, create the mock, and then I can now push the listing directly to Etsy um, and and then go to Etsy and just uh, make it live uh, when I'm ready. Uh, and having that all streamlined into one tool is amazing. So, yeah, I think it, it, it is the future for sure. Um, if, you know, anybody listening is not using it, I'll try to give it a try. Um, just understand that, you know, they're there to help you with the mock-ups, plus they can do the print providing, right? So that was, I think, the disconnect for me. Uh, when I was introduced to it, it was like, oh, this is a great place to do bulk mock-ups and this, that, and the other. And I got in there, it started being confusing when they started talking about publishing to Etsy. Uh, but you start to see it's just a really great tool to streamline your entire process. Once you have your design, upload it into the tool, uh, create all your mock-ups, add your keywords, your titles, uh, really, you know, tighten up your listing and, and get the templates that you need, right? All, all the colors and instructions for your listing and uh, whatever other templates you want to add to that listing and then push it straight straight to Etsy. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I know they got some really cool stuff coming in the future, um, especially the wall art stuff. I've, I've got a ton of uh, mid-journey stuff that I've, I've been dabbling with as well uh, that I, I know I can use on the wall art. I've sold some wall art already on Etsy as well. Um, and, and being able to use my designs to streamline that process is going to make it easier. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have some kick-ass mock-ups in there too for us. Um, so that would be great too. I agree. Uh, the last question I wanted to ask you was, you know, because f- I know you're not the only person that is either retired or, you know, looking forward to retiring soon uh, that is looking to, you know, have some income coming in. And let's be honest, like print-on-demand – I don't think it's that boring. It doesn't have to be boring. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like dread waking up and, and building a print on demand business every day. So like, what can you, 
like what kind of guidance can you offer uh, to anybody similar to yourself that um, is either retired or looking forward to retiring soon that wants to kind of follow in your footsteps to get started and add some additional income streams? Yeah, I'm, you know, uh, like I said, I, I got into this stock uh, options thing, and, and I'm still very much involved in that. I, I trade every day. So for me, it was um, finding something I enjoy doing, right? Um, uh, and I truly enjoyed doing the print-on-demand because it, it helps to trigger the creative side of my brain, uh, which I was using quite a bit in my, my uh, day-to-day work as a developer. Um, and it just kind of keeps that... Uh, part of me going right. So if you wanna, if you're looking for something to do, I, I think when you're retired doesn't mean you're you're dead, right? You gotta keep finding stuff to do. Um, you know, there's a lot of life still to live. Um, so you gotta find something that that kind of keeps floating your boat and gets you excited when you wake up in the morning, even though you don't have a day job. Uh, and for me, this you know, trading stocks and options uh, is is one. Uh, and then this print on demand is the other thing. I really focus on the print on demand stuff in the in the evening. Um, after the market's closed, right? Um, and then I'll go in and, and if I'm watching TV or whatever, I'll uh, maybe do some research and, and, and uh, look at that. Uh, I look at it as just, you know, uh, supplemental income, right, uh, to, to what I've already planned for uh, retiring and, and, and being on the on the sidelines, right? So, um, you know, adding this to it and having passive income come in, I'm, I'm you know, maybe looking forward to using this for, some future travel or whatever lifestyle lifestyle thing I want to splurge on later, um, you know. So that's how I look at it. I, I'm not depending on it as my uh, primary per se right now, but you know I can see it becoming that. Um, and if you treat it like the business that it is, then that that's where you'll end up. No, I love that. And I said I didn't have any more questions, but I guess we'll we'll I'll cue an easy one up and a fun one up. All right, uh, end of the year, or actually J- January first, twenty twenty four, is the stock market higher or lower than it is today? Oh, oh good one. S and P like forty four hundred or so. Where are we gonna be? Oh, that's that's a tough one. Um, I I'd say we're probably gonna be we're gonna probably go down here in the next three or four months. We might end up to where we are right now at the end of the year. All right. Interesting. So, yeah. the, you took the yeah. third option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm an options guy, so, you know, we trade up, down, and sideways, right? So, um, you know, that, that's, the, that's the third part of trading that uh, most people don't even talk about. Right. Um, and, and being able to leverage the options to, to take advantage of a lot of the sideways, sideways motion in the market. Yeah, and that's why I would never personally ever try to teach op- like an options course. It's just too nuanced, man. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's there's a lot, there's a lot, and I, I, you know, and I learned from some of the best that, that did it too. So, um, you know, it, 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 it's it's definitely something that uh, will keep you going. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that'll definitely be in my future, no matter what. <laughs> I, I spend a lot of time yeah. following the markets on Absolutely. a day to day basis. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, I really appreciate your time. And uh, is there anything you want to plug as we wrap up? Anything at all? Um, no, I don't, I don't have any plugs. You can uh, find me on, on Instagram um, at, at Rimsky Don, R-I-M-S-K-Y underscore Don, uh, if you want to follow me there. Um, and Twitter, I'm uh, at Livehand, L-I-V-E-H-A-N-D-S. So those are the two places that um, I'll post stuff from time to time. And, and, and people can find me there. But uh, no, other than that, I'm just, you know, 
doing what I got got to do here and uh, staying positive, and, and I just hope everybody stays positive and keeps pushing forward in their their dreams and their businesses. Nah, I love that, man. I'm going to plug uh, – I'll put clickable links to your socials in the description. I honestly thought you were going to be this other guy on Twitter whose name is like POD Creator. Cause like he posts, dude, he's just like me, man. And, and like you probably, cause he's posting his, uh, daily, his, in, he's posting his print on demand sales every day, but he also follows like every single like financial Twitter person that I follow. So it's just funny oh, that man. I thought That's you were going to awesome. say you were him. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, I'm not that heavy on the socials, but I'm, I'm there time to time and I try to, you know, you know, share some positive light into the world. Love that. Love that. All right. Well, Karim, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you. Pleasure.